Hey friends, it's me, Brienne. Welcome to Embracing the Uncomfortable, hosted by yours truly. This is a place where we confront life's uncomfortableness head on and try to lean into those experiences and discover God's grace along the way. Everyone is welcome here and no topics are off the table. So if you're ready to join me on that journey, grab some caffeine and let's get to it. What's up, you guys? Oh my goodness. Welcome back to Embracing the Uncomfortable with me, uh, episode 19. Wow, that is so close to 20. I cannot believe it. Um, Real quick, I want to mention, um, I do have a giveaway running well, until December 5th, 2022. Um, this episode should be dropping on Friday, like the second or third. I can't do math calendars right now. Calendar math. Um... Anyways, so if you haven't already, jump on over to Instagram um, to at embracing.the.uncomfortable and uh, enter the giveaway, guys. We got some good stuff. It's a $50 Visa gift card and uh, some Embracing the Uncomfortable merch. So um, yeah, head on over there, get in on that giveaway and say hi to me. Um, Anyways, we're going to jump right in. One of my New Year's resolutions is going to be to not have as much fluff. I still want to have funny, right? But I just feel like I definitely put in a lot of fluff for you guys. So New Year's resolution is to just get down to the nitty gritty. I don't know why I had to like overpronounce the T's right there. Um, we're gonna move on. Today's topic. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I uh, have a lot of experience with this topic. Today we're talking about anger. And, um, So I'm definitely, well, it's funny, in my notes right here, I literally say, no, I'm definitely not the expert in this, but I just said, oh, I have have some stuff to say about anger. Um, So I'm not an expert, however, I'm not an expert in dealing with it, let me put it that way, but your girl has had some anger problems, and I do still sometimes feel it creeping back up for, you know, crazy drive, when crazy drivers test me, but um, not today, Satan, right? Um, No, well, I'm not the expert on managing it, but today... I'm going to share just some things that I've learned, a lot of things that are easier said than done, right? But things that I've actually been able to put into practice. And also, you guys, I'm getting really vulnerable on here, and I'm going to share a story about counseling that I kind of went through. So let's get to it. So if y'all know me at all, like, like if you know me and you're close to me, some of you do know how I've struggled with being quick to anger because my mom listens to these. Shout out to my mom. Um, my mom knows I had some really big anger problems when I was young too. I was like, you know, 10, 11, 12, and I was just an angry, angry girl and it snowballed into bitterness. And then, yeah, it did all the things and I'm tore me up and I'm still, I think, dealing with the aftermath of being so bitter and angry up until like I struggled with it well into my twenties. Um, and honestly, one of the primary reasons for this, for me hanging on to this anger was, because I entertained and kept toxic relationships. I stayed in toxic circumstances and all the things, right? I did not take care of my mental or physical health at all. I'm telling you guys, there were a couple times in my life that I can remember right off the top of my head where I was like, who was that? Like, I had an outburst or I had, I did something that where someone made me so mad. I mean, I remember right now, Um, I'm not going to share it because it's a little crazy, but I was in a toxic relationship. Some of you know the person and I actually am going to be touching on um, a little bit of what happened in that in this episode. So 
keep listening. Um, but yeah, I was in a very toxic relationship off and on for, it's hard to really pinpoint it, but it was off and on for about eight years that I was kind of stuck in this toxic cycle. And this person drove me because of how, um, like a much of a manipulator and a narcissist they were, they drove me to some serious anger and I did something that I was not proud of. And, uh, looking back, yeah, I'm like, who on earth was that? Um, and even if you're sitting there and you're like, well, I'm good, I'm not angry, I'm zen, I'm peaceful, trust me, friends. Life will do it to you and you'll be angry someday. So listen in. I promise there's helpful things for even you, my little peacemakers. Um, just kidding. We should all be peacemakers, right? Pretty much, you guys, I'll just throw this out there. Allow yourself to feel those emotions, whether it's anger, sadness, hurt, love, etc. God gave us the ability to feel all of these emotions and so often we fight certain ones. Fighting against the natural emotions we have, and I don't know if this is resonating with you guys at all, but fighting against the natural emotions that we have only causes pain. Burying it and allowing it to fester, you know, whatever that is, more like the negative emotions, sadness, hurt, anger. If we bury it and allow it to fester, it'll just mess with our mental health, making us kind of unstable and that is not a good feeling it's back to what I was saying where we're not really in control of our own emotions things just kind of come out of us that we suppress and they or they come out in like different ways and it's like this makes no sense for the situation um but I will say getting angry is inevitable you guys but we cannot live there it becomes dangerous when we choose to replay stuff in our minds over and over that hurt us and that actually makes way for the victim mentality which of course there are victims out there and I am not downplaying that what I mean by the victim mentality is we get stuck in this endless cycle of replaying our traumas and um, or things that are negative that we see and it gives the devil a lot of room to work in our hearts because life is all about getting where wherever you are if you're a Christian if you're not life is all about moving forward and um obviously I highly 10 out of 10 recommend um grabbing Jesus and getting him along for the ride of your life but that's just me so in the bible there was this guy named Job and if you've grown up in church you know who he is and even if you haven't you probably know Job had it rough I mean at the beginning he had it great I mean he was well favored of God but um pretty much the devil saw like the story is the devil saw how um pretty much sold out to God Job was and he pretty much said like I'm going to ruin this guy's life. Job had every single reason in the world to be angry. He lost everything. His his kids. He lost his wealth. He lost his physical health. And on top of that, his supposed best friends who came to quote-unquote comfort him were literally lecturing and demeaning him. And his wife literally said, curse God and die. So yeah, this guy had a lot of reasons to be all kinds of angry. But he determined that he would not lose his testimony, even when he was at his lowest. And he even said to his friends that they wouldn't catch him acting out and, like, losing it. He he literally said, I'm not going to justify what you're saying to me right now. You're telling me that I, uh, all these negative things, and I'm not going to feed into that. So being angry is okay. And Job was angry, too. Like, he, he honestly was, but he just didn't let it control him. And that's what he was talking about when he said, I'm not going to prove you right to his buddies. He was like, I'm not going to prove you right and that anger controls me. Because ultimately, you know, I'm giving my heart to God and I'm going to allow him to work in these this situation as hard as it is, right? So being angry is okay. It's a real emotion. It was highlighted in the Bible. There's verses that say, be angry and sin not. Um... So we can, Bible totally says we can be angry, but then there's a time when it kind of trickles over into becoming sin or like hurtful. And so allowing it to control us is not okay, right? 
The goal is not to never be angry. Absolutely not, friends. Get angry when the situation calls for it, right? It's learning how to identify, cope with, and then express it in a healthy way. Choosing not to work towards this actually has so many negative effects. Some of those being saying and doing things that we regret, health problems. Um, it can snowball into having having unhealthy ways of treating other people, whether that's being like passive aggressive, being very hostile, cynical, negative, like all those things. It, like I said, it can trickle over into physical, physical effects. Like high, it's a proven fact that suppressed anger or lots of anger, chronic anger can lead to high blood pressure, headaches, and of course, anxiety and depression. Um, it affects your quality of life. You know, you're gonna have constant issues at work, home, in your marriage, with friendships, trouble connecting and maintaining relationships, it's just not, it's just not a good thing to have that anger dwelling inside of us. You know, we have to deal with it. And I think that um, this, we definitely have to remove the stigma of like, people should never be angry. I think sometimes we think that when people have angry outbursts, it's so quick to just get on them. But sometimes we don't always understand either what's going on underneath what's triggering them so um but it's very important to deal with our deal with our um our anger and and learn how to cope and move on um or like manage it so here's a vulnerable moment you guys and um i'll try not to blab but i had a counseling session the other day for the first time ever y'all um i wouldn't call it therapy per se but it was like a counseling session and before i even knew this was going to be the episode this was going to be the topic i specifically had gone and scheduled this because amongst other things a lot of anger i had been experiencing for the past few years is what pushed me to counseling um i knew in my heart that it was justified anger and that's what was so hard about this it was it's completely justified anger you guys over a situation that had hurt not just me but my whole entire family and you know add to that the fact that it was something that was so awful and the abuser yes the abuser never took full accountability for their actions but rather spun a story about their victim and um many people that used to be in my life that are no longer in my life um supported that story knowing the truth so a lot of things to be angry about here right um, so very justified, but I was tired of allowing the anger to have a hold on me. I could feel it have this hold on me where I wasn't in control of my emotions when this topic would come up or when I was triggered or when I would see individuals out. And I would, I started feeling really guilty for the anger and I was scared that it would snowball into being bitter and just having this overarching feelings of bitterness. And I just didn't want that for my life. And, um, I didn't add this part in there but what pushed me to this was because I had walked into a room and individuals from the abuser's family were in this place where I was and I immediately just had to leave um and it was I was very emotional and it was very hurtful and um, that's what really solidified girl you need counseling and I'm very glad I did that um but long story short my counselor helped me more than he will ever know um this is something that's been weighing on me for three and a half years and he what my counselor said was, of course you'll feel anger when the situation comes up or you're triggered. And mind you, I was feeling guilty for being angry. And he said, of course you're going to feel angry when the situation comes up or you get triggered. It's a bad situation and anger is the only emotion for it. That will forever stick with me. My mind was totally blown. And another thing he told me was that ultimately we as Christians have got to trust God with the details especially in those moments and times when our anger is so justified and anger is the only option 
that's when I think it's so hard to trust God in that promise that, you know, he's going to take care of it. Um, we have to trust God with the outcome, like when there needs to be justice done and accountability faced. And and I'm not saying there's 100% opportunity in times when we need to, uh, when the time's right, help that individual move towards justice and speak out, right? But see, in this case, I have literally done everything I can in my power. I have confronted the abuser and the people who have supported and enabled him, despite knowing I have had many tough conversations over this past few years, um, not just about how it directed affected me directly, but the victim, um, people that have spoken against the victim, I've then stepped in and tried to shield the victim. So it's been those conversations as well. And it's just been, it's been a lot of things that have made me and a lot of other people angry. Um, so I've confronted the abuser and the people who have supported him and enabled him despite knowing the truth. I've reported to certain um, pertinent individuals who were aware of this person's status in a church. I've done everything I could do in my own physical Brianne power. You know, and I was driving myself crazy with anger that I wasn't able to accomplish justice. But at the end of the day, what this, well, what I, who I counseled with was a pastor and he was able to help me understand he didn't say this, but I kind of started understanding like, Brianne, you can't give people a conscience. And so I was driving myself crazy and, and hanging on to this anger because it was justified anger. It was, but I was now the one just suffering and I wasn't able, uh, I was suffering because angry that I couldn't accomplish the justice. But as you can see, I was suffering willingly almost because I can't in my own power bring that justice. Um, because what I should have done all along is trust God with the details, with the outcome, and with the justice. Um, and that's hard. But I, had, I realized leaving counseling that day that I had never actually given those, that specific thing to God. I had never told God, I trust you with this situation, to handle it. I always, from the beginning, was like, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to make him pay, you know. Um, but there's a verse in the Bible, Romans 12, 19. It says, avenge not. It's so clear as day, these verses, right? They apply directly. It says, avenge not yourselves. So don't take revenge, but give place to wrath. So pretty much, pretty much God's saying like, like you're going to be angry, but that still doesn't mean you have a right for revenge. It says, it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. So pretty much total justice is not our burden forever. Though sometimes there are things that we can do to help, like speak the truth and report to the proper parties when needed. But this verse tells us to give the art of vengeance. Or So if you're sitting there, and I know that you're sitting there and you can think of one thing, at least one thing in your life that happened that was unfair, that made you angry. Whether it needed justice or vengeance or was on a minor scale, whatever, it still made you angry. But this verse tells us to give the art of vengeance or just trust God with that anger, with that hurt. You know, the payback isn't our job, even though it seems like it would it would help us, right? Sometimes it seems like, you know what, egging that person's car might help. But <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I, I promise I've never done that. Um, I have silly stringed someone's car before. But um, the payback is not our job, even though it seems like it would help. And sometimes it doesn't make us, sometimes it does, well, like I said, sometimes it makes us feel better. But that's momentarily. It never lasts. The hurt will still be there despite whatever vengeful action we as humans take. Because the bottom line, you guys, the Bible says that vengeance is God's. But it does say that we give, we're going to give place to wrath. Like we, there's a space for anger in us. But there's just not a space for 
um, you know, because God understands there are things that are going to happen that will make us angry and we are not bad people for feeling anger. Um, I read something the other day and this was <laughs> mind blowing as well. I, okay. And I'll try to say it. Um, I'm just going to say it and then I hope it makes sense. It's worded a little weird, but listen to this, you guys laying down the burden of anger, laying down the practice of nursing your heart with feelings of being wronged. When we lay that down, it doesn't mean that there wasn't a great wrong against you. It doesn't mean that there isn't or will never be justice. We can lay down the burden of vengeance and revenge so God can pick it up. So I know I was there. I was there and I was hanging on to that anger because I thought if I let this anger go and I am no longer just angry all the time at him and this anger isn't controlling me, then I'm not a good advocate for this person that was greatly wrong, this victim, you know. And I was just putting so much on myself and that was not fair because it needed to be God's. I was carrying a burden that needed to be God's and that was intense anger. And yes, the, the situation's gonna, the things that wrongs that happen in your life, they're gonna make you angry when you think about them, of course. But I was living in anger, you guys. That's kind of the point that I'm, that I'm getting across. So reasons, there, and there are certain reasons to be angry, right? And I kind of just went over one. It was vague, but you guys kind of get it. Um, there are reasons to be angry. Seeing an injustice done when you see people's true colors, but no one else does. That's a good, that's a tough, that is a tough one, you guys. When you see people's true colors, but everyone else is fooled, that makes me angry, you know, and I gotta, I gotta work on that. Um, when people hurt someone we love, when you see people being treated poorly, unjustly, or when you're being treated poorly, unjustly, or being invalidated constantly. And here's a kicker when you're dealing with a narcissist. Y'all, narcissists have a way of making you angry, like so angry. It's crazy. Um, but again, we can get angry in the moment. We can get angry when we think about it, but we have to consistently put into practice like giving those emotions to God because we can't change people. You know, a, you know, vengeance in terms of like, like say you're dealing with a very hurtful person that's constantly invalidating you, manipulating you, being a narcissist. We cannot change that person. We are not powerful enough. It's got to come from like God or, and we can't make people grow consciences and teach and, and get them to treat us better. Um, it either has to come from inside of them. Highly recommend that they get in touch with Jesus and Jesus fixes all that. But um, yeah, we can't give people a conscience, you guys, at the end of the day. We can't make people not treat people unjustly, not treat us bad, not make us angry. We can't make people on the road learn how to drive. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But um. Okay, here's the important part, and we are deep into this episode, but we're gonna, I think we're wrapping up. So managing, that's why we're here, right? Let's manage the anger. So here's what we can do. Think before we speak, even in the heat of the moment. The Bible says, be angry and sin not. So thankfully, anger is not the sin, you guys. How we express it can become where we mess up, where we hurt people, where we sin. Be angry, sin not. So be logical, think before you speak. Make it a practice to do that even in the heat of the moment. Be honest when you're calm um, with others and uh, yourself. Be honest. When you're honest about feelings or underlying emotions, it's way easier to resolve the problems. Otherwise, it's a snowball of negativity when we suppress the anger and the emotions. So be honest. Holding it in will only make it worse and hurt your mental health and physical health. Another way to manage your anger, guys, exercise, move your body. Science literally says aerobic exercise reduces stress, which can help improve your frustration tolerance. I really like that 
that verbiage. Frustration tolerance. I'm gonna start telling people, um, you have now maxed out on my frustration tolerance. Have a nice day, you know, um, just kidding. But um, another way to manage your anger, take some space. Very simple, but take some space, you know, and, and be honest with your friend, with your parent, with your family member, your partner, whoever, that, hey, I just need to step out right now before I say things that I'm gonna regret. So, and allow that for you and your relationships. Allow that space. Use humor to relieve some of the tension. And I put in parentheses when appropriate because I am a person who will definitely make a humor, make humor out of every situation and that's not always the most appropriate response. So um, use humor to relieve some of the tension when appropriate and then after the fact, like say you guys, you and your significant other or your friend squash an argument, tell them a funny joke, watch a funny movie together, laugh together. It does, it does wonders. Um, Couple, couple more ways to manage your anger. Talk to a friend or a family member. Can't stress that enough. Pick up the phone, call somebody, put it into practice of having people that you can go to. Here's another tip. Create a, and I have yet to do this, but this seems like a great idea. Create a calm down kit that helps you. Actually, I guess I do do this. I just didn't call it that. But, you know, have certain things that you can go to um, that calm you down or make you happy in the, in the moment and can help relieve, alleviate that anger, especially when it's like not as not as intensive of anger like like I can get super angry over bad drivers so um anyways have like certain songs that you can listen to have certain thoughts that you can resort to to like counteract the negative thoughts the angry thoughts right when you're telling yourself lies because we tell ourselves lies in terms of like you know you tell yourself this person hates me because they're not responding to me and then you can just chalk up this story in your head you know have some thoughts that are grounding, that are truthful. Speak truth into your into your life. Um, have certain scriptures that you go to, um, or books that you can pick up, or a funny show. And or here's the best one of all, guys. Pray. Um, that's the best uh, thing in your calm down kit. Is just give it to God. He cares about you. He, we can cast all of our cares on Him, and He cares for us. So here's here's something else. Pre gaming for anger. Um, this is another kind of way to manage, but this is kind of pre gaming. So before you even realize that you're getting angry or let's before you even think that you're an angry person start how start trying to identify your triggers so for me one trigger I've been saying it this whole time is definitely stupid drivers on a larger level right that's petty on a larger level injustice and fakeness really get to me like and I know that I know that if something is unjust and unfair oh my goodness my blood boils so that's a trigger for me so identify those and then have things on deck like I said, speak truth. And when the truth is that there was an injustice done, handle that accordingly. If someone, if there's an abuser in play, handle that accordingly. Um, manage your thoughts before escalation. So speak positive. Like I've been saying, speak truth and identify things to be grateful for, which can sometimes help combat the influx of negativity and anger. And you guys reach out for help when needed or when you notice a pattern of erratic, unjustified, um, or erratic and sometimes justified anger, but when it's just out of control, right? Like like how I was a few weeks ago. Even if you don't necessarily have outbursts, sometimes we can be having internal anger that we've suppressed that wreaks havoc from the inside out emotionally and physically. The point is, you guys, control anger before it controls you. Anger can cause physical symptoms that just aren't worth it, aren't worth the anger, especially when it's over something that we just don't have the power or the control over or when it's not our burden to carry. Like like I said, we can't give people consciences. So you being angry about somebody being a crappy person, it's justified anger, but it's doing no one any good. 
you know, and uh, something I want to remind you guys really quick is that God's character does not change, even on the bad days, even on the days when we get so angry and hurt and there's injustice done and things happen and life's tough. We have to remember that through all situations, God's character doesn't change. He is the same yesterday, today and forever. And and that's a promise, you guys. So I want to leave you guys with um, a verse, Proverbs 16.32. The Bible says, he that is slow to anger. So, you know, you're slow to get angry is better than the mighty. And he that rules his spirit than he that takes a city. Pretty much, you guys, it is a freaking superpower to be in charge of your emotions or at least have a ways to cope with them. I'm not saying we're going to be in charge all the time of our emotions, but ways to cope, ways to manage, you know, and it's like a superpower to have that ability. So God allows for anger. Let's not forget that. But we got to make sure it's slow and justified and and make sure it's our burden to carry. And if we're holding a burden of anger and like hurt and injustice, that's just not ours to carry. Let's make sure we give that to God. And honestly, you guys just take care of yourselves. Allow the feeling of anger to be a healthy thing. Process through it so that you can move towards peace. Ultimately, that's what we want, right? Well, this was a long one, and I am so thankful that you guys made it through. This was very therapeutic for me. One of Probably one of the most therapeutic ones I've done so far because it's so fresh um, that I dealt with this. So I appreciate you guys listening, and I was very, very vulnerable this episode. I feel like I talked really fast, but... Thanks for listening and um, definitely reach out on Instagram. Go check out that giveaway at BNS Ducks and the giveaways on at embracing.the.uncomfortable. So hit me up, hit up that post, get on that giveaway. Um, and yeah, I will see you guys next time on episode 20. It'll probably be in three weeks, mid-December. So, oh my goodness, mark your calendars. Um, yeah, that was a weird way to end it. But cheers. I will uh, talk to you guys next time. <laughs>